The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. As many fans are actually waiting in line and queuing for Coldplay tickets this morning, the question of ticket touting has risen again and one TD has accused ticket-selling websites and touts of exploiting many of those looking to attend the major, much-anticipated events. So do we need to introduce more laws, change our existing laws on ticket touting to stop this exploitation from happening? Well, Alan Dillon, TD for Mayo and member of the Public Accounts Committee is on the line. Alan, good morning. Morning, Pat. Now, we have a recently introduced law on ticket touting. Um, have we prosecuted anybody? We haven't, and, and that's despite the passing of the sale of Ticket Acts two years ago, as you said. We have no prosecutions for the selling of tickets at inflated prices. So this certainly raises concerns about the effectiveness of the current uh, legislative uh, process and the need for updates. Uh, And I think it's essential now uh, not only uh, address individual touts, but also the role of online ticket resale platforms that facilitate uh, and profit from the unfair resale of tickets. Uh, And certainly legislation should hold these platforms to account for facilitating this exploitation. Now, now is the day of the dodgy guy on the Macintosh with a few grubby tickets in his pocket, is that day gone? Is all this exploitation happening online? It is. And we've seen a a huge shift in relation to this. Many of these websites uh, are certainly profiting from the scarcity of tickets for, for many popular events. As we've seen over the past number of weeks, take Irish Rugby World Cup matches in France, electric picnic tickets, uh, recent concerts for, for Taylor Swift and Neil Horne. And this is resulting in exorbitant prices, making it difficult for the genuine fan uh, to attend these events. Um, mm. And certainly uh, what we need to do is is look at what other uh, jurisdictions are doing. Uh, take Italy, for example. They've implemented stringent laws on ticket resale. Uh, but have they, they prosecuted have anybody? You see, you can introduce all the laws you like, but unless there's follow through, unless there is the ability to prosecute individuals, take them to court, fine them uh, huge amounts uh, so that they will desist, unless you prosecute and follow through, laws are just laws. Yeah, and I, I, I certainly would agree. And, you know, it, take Italy as a, as a perfect example. They have fined Viago.com, a major resale website, over 23 million euros last year for breaking these laws. So, so they now only allow authorised sellers, uh, previously authorised uh, by, by show promoters uh, or by uh, uh, governing bodies to sell tickets in their country. Uh, and individual ticket buyers can also resale tickets. Yeah. How, how, do they chase, how do they chase international offenders then? Well, I think that's that's something that, that need, probably needs to be to be looked at. I think what we need to do at the current uh, phase is look at the shortcomings in the current legislative process here in, in Ireland, identify areas for improvement. I think if, if you can access these websites uh, on an Irish domain, uh, selling Irish events, then you know it needs to be uh, stricter penalties for offenders. In this in this regard, we need better monitoring, uh, mm. better enforcement mechanisms, uh, and uh, and address the role of online ticket resale platforms yeah. in but, facilitating touts. If you buy something from a reseller uh, on a uk dot co dot uk domain, what then? I mean, they're not even in the EU anymore, so EU laws uh, won't apply to them. So what can you do about that? 
Well, I think we certainly need to, 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 to look at it uh, and we need to strike the balance uh, and acknowledge you know, market dynamics, uh, uh, but also look at uh, the unfair practices here that are leaving many fans paying you know, huge prices. Uh, and I suppose the goal in this instance would be to regulate the resale market here in Ireland to ensure that it operates fairly and transparency. Uh, and I, I feel that we can achieve this through measures like authorised sellers, uh, cap and resale prices. These are for Irish concerts and yeah. prohibiting the resaling of excessively high mark, mark All right. So, so uh, if someone, uh, the promoter, for example, is the one who's authorised to resell tickets that are not needed. I mean, people can have family emergencies. Uh, you can get two people in the same family buying tickets. They don't need them anymore and they might flog them to their friends. But if they can't find the, that market, they give them back to the, the promoter. The promoter has a little bit of trouble in terms of the administration of the resale. So you'd allow them a little markup. Is that right? Well, I, I, I think for the administration side of things, yes, I think that would be only fair. But what we're seeing at the minute is we, we're seeing many reselling websites, you know, taking, you know, massive uh, advantage of the Irish sports fan and music lover um, by grossly inflating these prices far above the original face value. And I think everyone understands the, the practice that many of these websites are doing. And there is only a handful of them. Uh, but certainly we have weakness in our legislative process to hold these websites to account. And I think what we need to do now is revisit the Sale of Tickets Act that's currently in act, uh, that's active at the minute uh, and uh, effectively look at how we can prohibit the sale of events, of Irish events, uh, or the advertising of, of the sale of tickets yeah. it, at I mean, prices it's excessively a, it's far a, above the original sale price. It's it's a complex area because of the international dimension. But earlier this morning, a News Talk Breakfast heard from a Dr. Steve Davies, who's head of education at the UK-based Institute of Economic Affairs, and he had a different take on the ticket touts. Well, because essentially ticket touts are simply providing a market service. What they're doing is buying up a good at a lower price and then finding people who are voluntarily and willingly prepared to pay a high price for those goods, in this case tickets. Uh, There are many people like this in markets of all kinds and what they do is they bring supply and demand into balance. And what you have to realise is uh, they are not the cause of the high prices of the tickets. The high price is because there is a very high demand for tickets for some concerts, some artists, and a fundamentally fixed supply. You can't put extra seats into venues like Crow Park, for example, or Wembley. The actual alternative choice they have is between paying that very high price and being certain of getting a ticket or trying to get the ticket at the face value and having an incredibly small chance, probably literally a one in a hundred or lower chance of getting the ticket. So it's a matter of taking your choice. Either you have a really acute shortage of tickets and it's a matter of pure luck if you get one, or you have a market price for the tickets, which will be much higher than the face value. Uh, And if you can afford to pay it, which is the rub, of course, then you'll be certain of getting a ticket. Be certain of getting a ticket, paying a high price for certainty versus the uncertainty of uh, putting your name down for pre-sale tickets for Coldplay or Taylor Swift. Um, And then, you know, you're in the lottery of what's going on this morning in uh, terms of Coldplay. So what say you, Alan, to all of that? It's the law of supply and demand. Loads of people want to go to these concerts uh, and there are, you know, a finite number of tickets available. So that's just the market working. 
Yeah, and, and I, I agree to a certain degree, but the the effective enforcement um, will require close collaboration. I, I, I feel between relative authorities, ticket, ticketing agencies, and also the consumer protection bodies, uh, and we we, we 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 need to get to a situation where how can we explore options for real time monitoring of resale websites, you know, and work on measures to quickly identify and take action uh, against those validating the regulations. And I think that could also uh, include introducing stricter penalties and ensuring timely prosecutions. But we have to take uh, some confidence in, in what Italy has implemented in relation to the fines that they have imposed on some of the larger websites uh, for resale of tickets. And I think, you know, by moving to a, a, an authorised seller uh, situation, you know, where uh, the resale of tickets are being authorised on specific websites, I think that we can uh, avoid a lot of yeah. the yeah. inflationary now, Alan, measures. You know, who's going to do this? Because the guard, the we need them for other things. I think it's fairly apparent we do. Uh, so the idea of having uh, a few guard sitting down every day looking at a computer screen trying to track down touts, uh, you know, is this not a, a big first world problem? Like anyone spending €100 Euro for the basic ticket for Coldplay someone paying €900 Euro for a touted ticket for Coldplay or one of those enhanced tickets. Really, in the greater context of the problems we face, is this not a trivial one? Well, if, if, you, know, if, if you look at the current legislation, it is inadequate uh, to curb the, the ticket touting. It, it's two years in existence. We, we, we should consider expanding and strengthening it uh, to ensure we have uh, more effective um, measures in place. Yeah, but you've got your measures, that- but who's going to police it? Who's going to be, as I say, sitting at the screen trying to suss out the tout? Because you can have big sites and you can have a go at those big sites, but a lot of tickets will be sold uh, quite informally on the web. But we, we, we continue to have this issue, issue Pat, and, and I certainly feel that we need further collaboration between government bodies, lawmakers, in, industrial stakeholders, and also consumer advocates, which is mm-hmm. crucial in formulating the effective strategies to combat this ticket yeah. touts. We have made measures in, in relation to individual touts, and you, know, you, you attend any sporting events or any mu- music uh, uh, festivals. They're absolutely... Uh, Invisible. They're, they're not there anymore. But everything now has shifted on onto the online platforms. And there is only a handful of main resale uh, website providers. And we need to address that situation. Right. And well, I feel that we need to strengthen legislation. In this if regard. we're going to do that, don't reinvent the wheel. Just see what the Italians are doing effectively and copy it. And no need to go into committee after committee after committee and second stage, third stage, fourth stage, da, da, da. Um, and, you know. All of that. If it works in Italy, just copy it and do it here. Alan, thank you very much for joining us. Alan uh, Dillon is TD for Mayo, member of the Public Accounts Committee. Uh, we've got uh, a number of comments coming in on this one. Uh, was at a gig recently. Thought it funny that the touts were using burner phones to sell and transfer the tickets. Printed tickets are really rare and they're at high risk uh, for getting scammed. I presume copied and imitated and forged as well. Um, what is wrong with so-called ticket touting? If artists and sports promoters decide to sell tickets at below market clearing price, intermediaries will look to the arbitrage opportunity. So says Hugh Mullen in Dublin. Can you ask why ticket sellers like Ticketmaster are permitted to sell standard tickets at higher value using a platinum tag? Is that not touting their own tickets? That's from Mark in Dublin. Well, the enhanced ticket, so-called, you might get a glass of bubbles and a bit of tat. 
uh, thrown in and a special entrance, maybe even a special toilet. I don't know. But a lot of money to pay for an enhanced experience when you're side by side with someone who's paid a fraction of what you've paid. No one is forcing anyone to buy these tickets. Let's sort out some real problems for once in this country and stop indulging first world nonsense like high ticket prices. Let them go and support their local musicians and community arts organisations and stop the whining. Uh, Can we not force the promoters to use digital tickets attached to phone numbers? Have electronic checks at the point of entry. Now, there is a novel idea. And uh, with all the technology Uh, That seems like it's eminently doable. Uh, That chap's supply and demand argument, that's Dr. Steve Davies from the uh, Institute of Economic Affairs in the UK. That chap's supply and demand argument is not valid. I cannot buy uh, an airplane seat or a hotel room and then sell it on to some other person at a highly inflated price. Uh, The solution is simple. Insist 60% of the tickets are reserved for sale over the counter in the concert city or the locality, like the old days. A thousand tickets in HMV. Queue up and buy. And, uh, you know, you could probably tell the people at a certain stage in the queue, no point. We estimate that the tickets will be gone by the time you get to the counter. Um, Interesting, by the way, those pre-sale ideas. I suspect that's all about the promoters trying to suss out, do we add a third gig or a fourth gig or a fifth gig? That's what it's all about. It's not really about pre-sale and it's just estimating the demand. And it, it may be a useful tool for them, but a frustrating tool for the punter. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.